0: Welcome to the Fab Life Project Podcast. I'm your host, Amber J. Adams. This show is all about asking the questions that challenge us to elevate our lives, while also having the conversations and discussions that empower us to show up as who we really are. We're on a mission to help millennials live courageously and intentionally. Let's get it. Hey everybody, so it feels really good to be here back in front of a microphone um, and I hope to be back in front of the camera soon, but you know, I'm not feeling cute today. This started out as the Thought for a video and then I was like, you know what girl, we just need to go on and record a podcast. Um, so here today with a couple of thoughts for you all. So I got to spend the majority of May in the UK And I got back to the United States at the end of May on the day that Tina Turner died. So it was the day that, you know, the news was reporting that she had died. And, you know, we I think we all kind of knew that Tina had been ill for a while. But it's always really hard when we lose a legend. And, you know, it just feels like we've lost quite a few of them in the past couple of years. And I don't know, maybe I'm just in that that old, you know, that almost 40 stage of life where you feel like there's no one new um, coming up behind them. And so the loss just hits that much harder. But one of the things that I was noticing was after, you know, she had passed, of course, there's a million and one news stories happening about her life. And so many of them focused on the episode or the, we'll say the chapter of her life when she was still with Ike Turner. And of course, you know, this is a famous chapter of her life because she literally wrote a book about the abuse that she experienced. There was a movie that was done about it, which she had said that wasn't totally, of course, you know, Hollywood takes its liberty. So it wasn't exactly true to every single detail, but you got the gist of it. Like that part of her life was really hard, but there was this next chapter of her life that went on to be a glorious part of her story. And so I had already read one of her books before, and so I knew a little bit about this. And it really bothered me to see so many stories that really just focused on her through the lens of that abuse, especially because during her lifetime, she really fought very hard not to have that be the defining highlight of her story. And one of the things that I think, or I wish the media had done more of, and I saw a few articles about it. I think, you know, Fortune Magazine did an article, Daily Mail, NPR, where they talked about the fact that Tina Turner, on top of being a career legend in terms of her music, was a legend in terms of how she was able to reinvent her career. She had to climb From I mean, you know, when we say the slang term is get it out the mud, she literally had to get it out of the mud in terms of how she had to rebuild her career post saving her life. Um, She wrote about and said that, you know, nobody was really messing with her like that, that she had to take, you know, jobs that were nothing like what she had been doing, singing and dancing on stage. I think at one point she might have even been on welfare, like things were really hard. As she was making that that I don't even want to say it was a comeback because a comeback almost feels like, okay, you you have one thing going and then you return to that. She did a complete just rejuvenation of one spirit and soul, but also just a rebuilding of herself and a rebranding as well. And so that's a part of the story that, you know, I was like, more people need to focus on this because I feel like this is way more inspiring to people. And so I decided to think about some of the things um, today, especially as it comes to mindset shifts that I know that some of you all, if you are in the midst of thinking about what your next chapter is going to look like, maybe I'm catching you when you are writing a new chapter for yourself, or you're just, you know you want to write a new chapter for yourself, you want something new, but you're afraid because it can be such a complicated process to make changes. Um, There are three mindsets that I truly believe, you know, one that I think Tina had to cultivate, but also mindsets that I've had to cultivate as I've made changes throughout my career, and throughout my life, and going from this city to the next and just really shifting what I thought it would look like to the next thing. I'm kind of in the midst of that now. And so I want to share those with you all today um, and say, hey, one, I want to cheer you on and say it's possible for you. But I also want to give you some concrete things that you could think about, some takeaways that you could have as you are on your journey to rebuilding your story. So mindset shift number one, and this is a big one. And it's so crucial to remember that beyond the challenges, there is still you, right? Everything that you've done, everything that you've been, the courage, the confidence, all the things that you've had to build up in different situations in your life are still applicable even as you make this change. You are still you that you that was able to accomplish certain things that you that had to stand up and figure out how you were going to you know face the challenges that came in your way you're still you and i say this to say that i think sometimes when we are making those shifts it becomes really easy and i find this you know as i've made those shifts i've seen this with clients with them coaching it becomes really easy to be disconnected from the core of who you are. And that's one of the first things that has to be reunited is because the core of who you are is giving you the strength and the foundation to stand on, to move from as you move forward in your life, right? So mindset mindset shift number one, you're still you. The second thing, and this is like, oh my God if you don't take away anything, this is key. When people try to drag you back, when they try to drag you back into that old story, when they try to drag you back into things that maybe you did before that you're not intending on doing as you move forward, you have to refuse to go. And I'm going to be real with y'all. This even extends to yourself. Um, A lot of times when I'm talking to Um, clients and people and friends, one of the big things that comes up, especially when I'm coaching, is the concept of your inner critic. So that voice that is within you that whispers little things in your ear and tries to tell you who you are and what you're capable of, that sounds completely horrible and in conflict with the things that you want to do, kind of the fear voice, right? That's trying to protect you from going and moving forward because it's gotten very used to the place that you might happen to be right now. And so you might even try to drag yourself back. Sometimes it's the external people who feel uncomfortable with the growth that you are experiencing or who only want to see you in that certain light. So as I was talking about the way that, you know, Tina everything's so many things could be written about her. And so many of them begin and end with the abuse that she faced, but there was this whole other part of her story and what she did, she was very intentional about not allowing herself to be drug back there. I mean, she literally went to a whole new country where the conversation was more around her and her music, where she felt that she was more appreciated and understood And she would refuse to do certain things that just didn't align up with her wanting to revisit that story because it wasn't necessary. And I know that this can be hard. One of the things that I'm always studying is the stories that we tell ourselves about who we are, what we're capable of, and how we end up getting stuck in that place. And it stops so many of us from being able to move forward with the things that we want to do because we're stuck in those stories and we're continuously dragging ourselves back there. And so when we think about, you know, these mindset shifts that you have to cultivate and create as you move forward with whatever the next chapter of your story might be, that is a really big one. Don't allow anybody else to drag you back and don't allow yourself to drag you back, right? Can I get a little, like, if you're listening to this, some hands, some hands in the air, some yes, yes, this is true. You know, sometimes the whole podcasting is it's fun, but you miss chatting with the people. Um, So indulge me a little bit. But that's a big one, for real. Don't let anybody drag you back. And then the third thing that I want to share with you all, and I want to make this quick because I would love to, you know, make the podcast quick and be able to, leave you with a little something, and then send you on your way to do fabulous things, is that you have the freedom to go your own way. You know, When we're thinking about how you want to shift your story, even when it may not feel like it, because I know sometimes it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel as if things can change, or it doesn't feel as if you can see what that next thing might be. You still have the freedom to go your own way. It just might be that you need to dig it out, that it needs to be freed (laughs) as well so that you can move forward and do the things that you really want to do. You have the freedom to go your own way. I'm recording this um, the last, well, I guess next to last week of June, Monday was Juneteenth. So of course, you know. Thinking about freedom has been a theme this month and has definitely been a theme this week. But when I think about this, and just in connection with where we are in this place and time, it, we have more freedom now than ever to be able to really create and rebuild our story on our own terms. So much more freedom than our ancestors had, whether that is if you are you know, a black person, a person of color, a woman. There's just some, some, you know, people in society where we know looking back, not even that far back, that there wasn't the freedom to rebuild that story. There wasn't the freedom to make those changes, that we have a lot of people who were really stuck um, living life one way. And I think we're on the flip side of that. We have so many different decisions that we're trying to figure out what this next look like, but we have the freedom. And having that freedom and recognizing it and calling it for what it is, even in those moments when you feel like you're not fully connected to it, it's still there and it's still so, so incredibly important. All right, y'all, that is what I have for you today. I'm so excited to be back on the microphone and back producing new episodes. A lot of things going on behind the scenes with me And I'm excited to share more about those things with you all in a future episode or probably on the social medias. You can catch me now on my new platform that's still a work in progress at Amber Career Studio. I'm still over on the Fab Life Project, but I am definitely making the shift from having the Fab Life Project be um, an independent standalone website to being the podcast, the show function uh, powered by Amber Career Studio. Because the way I look at career coaching, the way I approach it, is very much in the intersection of your life and your work. And so that is the place that I want to serve from. And I look forward to doing more of that soon and telling you all about more ways that I am going to be creating to really championing you, continue championing you. I feel like I'm saying that wrong. Like, you know, in some words, you just can't say, right? I want to champion you. (laughs) I want to cheer you on. Um, I want to continue to really just be in your corner. And that will never change. I might have a new platform name, but the goal and the mission, the vibe, the energy is still the same. All right, you all, catch you on the next one.